Hi, I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy with another Global Real Estate School podcast. Welcome to the podcast. My name is John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy, and thank you for joining us for episode 072. Well, on the previous podcast, we looked at the essential elements of a valid contract, kind of briefly discussed what a void contract is. Remember, it has no legal force or binding effect. A good example of that would be a contract that was for an illegal purpose. Uh, you know, a contract for gambling or something like that could be void because if it was an illegal purpose, that would be an example of a void contract, a contract that's void. Now, we also have contracts that are what are called or or referred to as voidable. And you probably will see this on the real estate examination. So what is a voidable contract? Well, a contract that is voidable actually appears to be valid. In other words, everything really seems to be okay and looks good, but it's voidable by one of the parties. And we like to refer to the party that has the option to void the contract as the injured party. Now, one of the best examples of a voidable contract would be a miner who enters into a contract to purchase real estate. Keep in mind that you have to be of legal age, sufficient age in order to purchase real estate in most states. So let's just say that Connie was 17 years old, purchased a parcel of land from Bob, who in Bob's legally, he's of legal age, Connie would have the right to void that contract because she's a minor. So it's voidable by Connie, who's referred to as the injured party, she's the minor. And in fact, Connie can void that contract any time before she turns 18, they love to use the wording on the exam, the time she reaches majority, okay, don't let that throw you off, up until majority or her majority till she's of legal age, she can void that contract at any time. It's voidable. Now, let's think about this. Let's pretend or say that this land Connie purchased All of a sudden, the newspaper announces there's a huge shopping center going in right next door to this land, and now the land is going to be worth a lot of money, much more than what Connie paid for it. The developer or the seller who sold the land to Connie thinks to himself, wait a minute, I want that land back because it's worth a lot more money now that the shopping center is going in. I'll just go to the court and say, hey, that contract should be void because Connie wasn't of legal age. Well, tough, too bad for the seller, even if he knew she was a minor, because a voidable contract is only voidable by who? I heard someone in their car just tell me that. Good job. By Connie, the injured party. So the seller can't void the contract. Only the injured party could, and that would be Connie. Now, another example of a voidable contract would be, let's say that a broker has their license suspended or revoked, so they can't practice you know, 
any kind of real estate activity, well, those listings would be considered voidable because of his or her inability to perform the contractual obligation. So voidable contract, again, a contract that appears to be valid and enforceable on its face, but there's something going on that makes the contract be, um, be able to be rescinded or through rescission by one of the parties, and it's always the injured party. Sometimes I've seen some questions on voidable contract regarding someone who was maybe uh, inebriated or drunk when they entered into um, to a contract. Just read the questions really carefully, and if you think that someone entered into the contract and the question is leading you to believe that uh, that party could void the contract, then it would be voidable. Now, there is a question that uh, refers to, and I can't think of the exact verbiage of this right now, and I apologize, but it basically refers to the fact that one of the parties doesn't know how to read or write. Would that make the contract voidable? And the answer is no. That's not... Um, that wouldn't prohibit just because you could not read or write, you could still understand the terms of the contract and be told what was going on. And if everything's above board and in order, then you would still be subject. And that would be a valid contract. But if they're a minor, a broker's license is suspended, those types of issues, you've got to really read the questions carefully. Remember the contract could be voidable by the injured party. Well, don't forget, at Global Real Estate School, we have some great resources to help you pass the examination. If you're considering a career in real estate, we'd love for you to check us out. We have lots of video and audio interactivity. We have real estate practice questions. And I even provide a lot of really cool stuff for you after you pass the exam to help you grow your real estate business, because that's a key part. You want to get the license, but you also want to be able to make good money and learn how to list and sell real estate. And I even help you with that. It's included for free, that's right, free to Global Real Estate School students. So thanks again for listening to the podcast. Check us out at globalrealestateschool.com. Thank you for listening to the podcast for Global Real Estate School. I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy. Go out and make it a great day.